Blog Talk Radio. What's good, family? What's going on? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, back for another broadcast of the By Faith We Good podcast and the radio show. Y'all already know it's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. Family, it's been a minute. I missed you all. I wasn't able to broadcast um on the third Friday of this month due to the International Faith Conference. But I'm here tonight, and y'all already know, to God be all the glory, there's a word from the Lord for you and I tonight. And I'm excited about it. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be a chosen vessel of God to share his word with you on tonight. There's a word from the Lord So with that being said, I'm going to take a moment and say good evening to everyone tonight. Good evening to all of my Facebook family. Good evening to all of my Instagram family. Good evening to all of my YouTube family. Good evening to all of my PKN family. Good evening to all of my Twitter family. Good evening to all of my prayer line family. Shout out to everybody tonight. I pray that you all are doing extremely well and that you've been having an amazing day thus far, pressing forward by faith, of course, knowing that God is always with you, and he will always have you covered. With that being said tonight, family, I'm not going to prolong tonight, because I want to try to share as much with you tonight as I can. We only have an hour, but I want to share as much with you as I can tonight, and check it out. If I don't, I have enough time to share all that God has provided for you on tonight. Listen, we're going to do a part two of this. So I'm going to see you again on the third Friday of next month, which is the 20th of October. So we'll get it all tonight. Look forward to October 20th because we're going to get right back into it. But with that being said, family, listen, this is the 1,919th episode uh, broadcast here on Purpose Kingdom Network. So God is doing some great things here. We're excited about it, grateful to be a part. Shout out to our leader, our CEO, uh, Pastor Toy. Shout out to all of God's messengers here on Purpose Kingdom Network. Shout out to all of my By Faith Be Good Ministry Incorporated family as well. Shout out to you. Love you. I love all of y'all for real, and I'm praying for you always. With that being said, let's get into it tonight. Let's go ahead and pray, and we're going to get into the Word of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all you've done. We thank you for all you're doing. We thank you for all that you will do. Hallelujah. Thank you for this day, God, for this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice continually and be glad in it. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for your amazing love. Thank you for always covering us. Thank you for always giving us the strength to persevere. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word that is our foundation. So tonight, Father, we decree and declare an agreement. Have your way, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Have your way tonight. Take control. Show up and show out. Make your presence known. Let your love be felt. Be glorified tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, bless your word that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that we all install it, live by it, and share with others, walking by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask. What must they do to be saved? We thank you, Jesus, that as we lift up your name, you will draw all closer to you. And it is so to you be all the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Family, if you're in agreement with that prayer tonight, 
Come on and shout amen in Jesus' name. With that being said, family, let's get into it tonight. To God be all of the glory. So check it out. Tonight, we are on part 18 of this series we've been doing here on the podcast, Your Faith in Motion. Your Faith in Motion. And it's important, family, that we keep our faith strong in the Lord and in the power of his might at all times. It's important that we keep our faith strong in who God is and in his word, strong in his word. And so for this series, our foundational scripture is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. And the word of God says that his word is at work in those who believe. His word is at work in those who believe. And so God, I, I heard the spirit of the Lord say, when our faith is in motion, his word is working. And the Lord downloaded this series in me. And so I've been encouraging you on this podcast to keep your faith in motion. Why? Because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Amen. And so an example of that is, you know, you can be pressing forward throughout your day and then all of a sudden you're faced with a challenge and you feel like you can't press past that challenge. You feel like you can't handle it. You feel like you can't overcome what you're faced with. No, God's word is at work in you because you believe. So you can do all things Christ who strengthens you. Come on, when the enemy try to come against you, no, God's word is at work in me because I believe no weapon form against me shall prosper. Come on, when sickness try to attack your body, no, God's word is at work within me. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities, and the chastisement of my peace was upon him, and with his stripes I am healed. Come on, God's word is at work in those who believe. It's as if you're going through a struggle or a hard time. Come on, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory that is in Christ Jesus. Come on, Philippians 4:19. Come on, and, and always knowing who you are. Hallelujah. Come on, we cast down, we bind those insecurities, that low self-esteem, that lack of confidence. Come on, God's word is at work because you believe. You are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, a lender and not a borrower. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, fearfully and wonderfully made, perfected in Christ. Hallelujah. So let's get into it tonight. We are in part 18 of this series, Keep Your Faith in Motion. You got to keep your faith in motion because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working, all right? And so here's our focus for tonight, family. Our focus for tonight is life-changing faith, life-changing faith. I believe that this word is not only going to encourage you, but it's going to encourage me as well. I believe that this word that God provided for tonight is really going to inspire and encourage us to increase our faith to really thrive in living this life that God created us to live, all right? So this is our focus for tonight, life-changing faith. Now, here's the thing, family. I'm going to read the entire chapter of Hebrews chapter 11 but I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation, okay? Now, here's what I'm going to do tonight because I'm going to, I'm going to try to give you as much as I can tonight. But remember, if we don't get it all tonight, we'll come back October 20th and we'll finish it up. But I want to read, I want to give you the Word of God first. Amen? I want to give you the Word of God first. I want to give you Hebrews chapter 11. I'm going to read it in its entirety in the Passion Translation. And then we're going to go ahead and press forward and flow tonight. All right? So let's go. So the Word of God says, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 to 40, in the, the Passion Translation, okay? So I'm going to read it. I'm going to try to read it to not take too long for the sake of time, but I do want you to hear the Word of God 
and receive the understanding of what God is saying, okay? So here it is. The Word of God says, Hebrews chapter 11, now faith brings hope into reality. Comes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. All the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Verse 2, this testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Three, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. Wow. He spoke and the invisible ram gave birth to all that is seen. Verse 4, moved Abel to choose a more acceptable sacrifice to offer God than his brother Cain. And God declared him righteous because of his offering of faith. By faith, what God says, by his faith, Abel still speaks instruction to us today, even though he is long dead. Verse 5, faith translated Enoch from this life and he was taken up into heaven. He never had to experience death. He just disappeared from this world because God promoted him. Before he was translated to the heavenly realm, his life had become a pleasure to God. Verse 6, and without faith, living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real, and that he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. Verse 7, faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation and warnings from God about what was coming, even things that had never been seen. But he stepped out in reverent obedience to God and built an ark that would save him and his family. By his faith, the world was condemned, but Noah received God's gift of righteousness that comes by believing. Okay? We're in verse 8 in Hebrews chapter 11 in the Passion Translation. Let's keep it moving. Faith motivated Abraham to obey God's call and leave the familiar. Hey, I just said something. Faith motivated Abraham to obey God's call and leave the familiar to discover the territory he was destined to inherit from God. So he left with only a promise and without even knowing ahead of time where he was going. Wow. Abraham stepped out in faith. Verse 9, he lived by faith as an immigrant in his promised land as though it belonged to someone else. He journeyed through the land living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, who were persuaded that they were also co-heirs of the same promise. Listen, there's so much revelation in this. Let's keep it flowing. Verse 10, his eyes of faith were set on the city with unshakable foundations whose architect and builder is God himself. Verse 11, Sarah's faith embraced God's miracle power to conceive even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing. For the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise, and she tapped into his faithfulness. Her faith tapped into the faithfulness of God. Let's keep it moving. Verse 12, in fact, so many children were subsequently, were subsequently fathered by this aged man of faith, one who was as good as dead, that he now has offspring as innumerable as the sand on the seashore and as the stars in the sky. Verse 13, these heroes all died still clinging to their faith, not even receiving all that had been promised to them. But they saw beyond the, the, the horizon uh, the fulfillment of their promises and gladly embraced it from afar. They all lived their lives on earth as those who belong 
to another ram. Ah, there's so much revelation in this. Let's keep it moving. Verse 14, for clearly those who live this way are longing for the appearing of a heavenly city. And if their hearts were still remembering what they left behind, they would have found an opportunity to go back. So in other words, if they were still focusing on the past, they would have had a desire to return to where they came from. But watch this, verse 16. But they couldn't turn back for their hearts were fixed on what was far greater. This is the heavenly realm. They were focused on what was ahead of them. Let's keep it moving. So because of this, God is not ashamed in any way to be called their God, for he has prepared a heavenly city for them. Verse 17, faith operated powerfully in Abraham for when he was put to the test to offer up Isaac. Even though he received God's promises of descendants, he was willing to offer up his only son. For God had promised through your son Isaac, your lineage would carry on your name. Abraham, verse 19, Abraham's faith made it logical to him that God could raise Isaac from the dead. And symbolically, exactly what happened. Verse 20, the power of faith prompted Isaac to impart a blessing to his sons, Jacob and Esau. Concerning their prophetic destinies, verse 21, Jacob worshiped faith's reality at the end of his life. Leaning upon his staff, he imparted a prophetic blessing upon each of Joseph's sons. Verse 22, faith inspired Joseph and opened his eyes to see into the future. For as he was dying, he prophesied about the exodus of Israel out of Egypt and gave instructions that his bones were to be taken from Egypt with them. Keep it flowing. Verse 23, faith prompted the parents of Moses at his birth to hide him for three months because they realized their child was exceptional and they refused to be afraid of the king's edict. Verse 24, faith enabled Moses to choose God's will. Although he was raised as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he refused to make that his identity, choosing instead to suffer mistreatment with the people of God. Moses preferred faith's certainty above the monetary enjoyment of sin's pleasure. Wow. Verse 26, he found his true wealth in suffering abuse for being anointed. Oh, my gosh. More than in anything the world could offer him, for his eyes looked with wonder not on the immediate, on the ultimate faith's great reward. Verse 27, holding faith's promise, Moses abandoned Egypt and had no fear of Pharaoh's rage because he proceeded, uh, because his persistent faith, because he was persistent in faith, as if he had seen God who is unseen. So in other words, Moses, he persisted in faith. He wasn't scared of Pharaoh because he believed in God so much, even though God was unseen. Verse 28, faith stirred, faith stirred Moses's, let me get it right, faith stirred Moses to perform the rite of Passover and sprinkle lamb's blood to prevent the destroyer from harming their firstborn. Verse 29, faith opened the way for the Hebrews to cross the Red Sea as if on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to cross, they were swallowed up and drowned. Verse 30, faith pulled down Jericho's walls after the people marched around them for seven days. Verse 31, faith provided a way of escape for Rahab, the prostitute, avoiding the destruction of the unbelievers because she received the Hebrew spies in peace. Verse 32, and what more could I say to convince you? For there is not enough time to tell you of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, 
Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. Their faith fasting onto their promises and pulled them into reality. It was faith that shut the mouths of lions, put on the power of raging, um, excuse me, put out, put out the power of raging fire and caused many to escape certain death by the sword. Oh, watch this, family. Although weak, weak, their faith imparted power to make them strong. Oh, my gosh. Although they were weak, their faith imparted power to make them strong. Faith sparked courage within them, and they became mighty warriors in battle, pulling armies from another realm into battle array. Did y'all hear that? They pulled their faith armies to the battle that they were in from another realm. In other words, their faith, the angels of heaven involved. Oh, my gosh. Let's keep it moving. 35. Faith-filled women saw their children, uh, saw their dead children raised in resurrection power. Yet it was faith that enabled others to endure great, great affliction. Uh, yeah, great uh, affliction. They, they were stretched out on the wheel and tortured and didn't guinea their faith in order to be free because they longed for more, for a more honorable, glorious resurrection. Others were mocked and experienced the most severe beating with whips. They were in chains and imprisoned. Some of these faith champions were, were brutally killed by stoning being sawed in two or slaughtered by the sword. These lived in faith. They went about wearing goat sheep and sheepskins for clothing. They lost everything they possessed. They endured great afflictions, and they were cruelly mistreated. They wandered the earth living in the desert wilderness, in caves, on barren mountains, and in holes in the earth. Truly, the world was not even worthy of them, not realizing who they were. These were the true heroes commended for their faith, yet they lived in hope without receiving the fullness of what was promised to them. Let's finish it out, verse 40. But now God has invited us to live in something better now what they had face fullness. This is so that they could be brought finished perfection alongside of us. So let's get into it tonight. That was Hebrews chapter 11 in its entirety from verses 1 to 40 in the Passion Translation. So let's get into tonight's message, family. True godly faith is defined as trust. True godly faith is defined as trust. Relying on God when looking to the future and obeying God even though we don't fully understand the details of where we are and as we press forward. Come on, faith is fully trusting in God in spite of the uncertainty because of where you are, because of what you've been dealing with, because of the struggle, because of the challenges, because you've been in a barren season, because You've been in a season where it seems as if you're all alone because others have rejected or neglected you because those who said they would be there are not there. Those who made promises disappointed you. Faith trusts in God. Faith relies on God in spite of where we are, in spite of how the situation looks, as we press forward to know that with God all will be well. This power in having faith in God and having faith in his word. And so as born-again believers through Jesus Christ, the power of God is available to us for godly living to dominate in the earth realm. The power of God is available to us to live a great, victorious life. The power of God is available to us to overcome Every challenge, 
obstacle, issues, all circumstances, and spiritual attacks that come our way. The power of God is available to us to advance God's kingdom in the earth. This is why it's extremely necessary to have faith in God and faith in his word to live, operate, and move. It's like a muscle. It develops. It develops. It can be strengthened or it can grow weak depending on, on how much you use your faith, depending on how much you operate in faith, how much you flex your faith. Grow stronger or it can grow weak. That's why God says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your faith can grow stronger by feeding your faith with the word of God. Your faith can grow stronger by worshiping instead of worrying. Come on. Your faith can grow stronger by worshiping God for who he is instead of worrying because of the circumstances. Your faith can grow stronger by giving God praise in spite of the situation. Your faith can grow stronger by remaining faithful to God and serving anyhow, doing what God called you to do anyhow. Your faith grows stronger. Like a muscle, it develops. It can grow stronger or it can grow weak, weak depending on how much you use it. One way to explain having faith, family, is believing in the unseen. God is not visible to us in the natural, but God, in his word, he, he calls for us. He requires us, uh, you know, he requires us to believe in him, though we do not see him. He said in his word, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. Him. God. Remember Thomas? Thomas said, I want to see God. I got to see him to believe he ain't dead no more. He said, I want to see the scar in his hand. And Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen him but still believe. Hallelujah. And so God is not visible to us in the natural, but God, through his word, requires, calls, purpose. Hallelujah. Acts. Us, because it is a choice. I say acts. God don't have to ask us nothing. But I say acts because God also allows us to flow with free will. When you get to know God for yourself, you're not going to want to flow in your free will. You're going to want to submit to the will of God. You're going to want to depend on God. You're going to want to live life God's way. Amen? And so God requires us in his word to believe in him even though we do not see him. When we live by faith and believe in the only true living God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we begin to see evidence of him everywhere. Romans chapter 1, verse 20 in the New Living Translation, God's word says that we can look at creation and can clearly see that God is real, can clearly see that it's evident that God is real, that he's in control, that he's alive, that he's well. Hallelujah. God. Matter of fact, I'm going to read it to you as the Holy Spirit just brought it to my attention. Glory to God. Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. God's word says, For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Though everything God made, it says, Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities. His, intern, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Clearly see God's invisible qualities. We can clearly experience God's eternal power and his divine nature. There's no excuse for not knowing God. requires us. He calls for us through his word to believe in him even though we can't see him in the natural. But we can see as evidence throughout this world that God everywhere, that he's in control. Having faith in God's family and in his word is meant to be life-changing. Having faith in God, in his word, is meant to be life-changing. You 
are never meant to remain the same once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Once you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are never meant to stay the same. Having faith in God and in his word is meant, is purpose, life-changing. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, your life, just for the better, and you are no longer the same. When you live and move by faith, you live differently. Think differently. Talk differently. You move differently, and you most certainly see differently. Just move based on what I see naturally because I, I, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. And so now... I live life in the spirit. I don't just live my life naturally, but I live my life spiritually so that I can see in the spirit, hear in the spirit, pray in the spirit, and discern in the spirit. I want to help somebody tonight. I just finished up this series on Facebook and and all over social media titled Life in the Spirit. And to live life in the spirit, it is all about always living your life, following the leading of the Holy Spirit, living by the power of the Holy Spirit, having God's word as your foundation. To live life in the Spirit is to partner with the Holy Spirit. To live life in the Spirit, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you are adopted into God's family. And your spirit becomes one with the Holy Spirit, and you now live life in the Spirit to be in tune with God, to know what God is saying, to know how God is leading you, to be fully aware and fully alert, to know what's happening spiritually in your community, in the midst of your family, on your job, everywhere you go and all that you do, to know when to pray, who to pray for, and what to pray for, because you live life in the spirit. Everything begins to become uh, available to you. God begins to open your eyes and in the spirit realm, you can know about anything that you want to know because in the spirit realm, nothing is hidden. Nothing is covered up. There's people who have secret motives and hidden agendas. And if you live life in the spirit, you can find out so that you're not deceived, so that you're not disappointed, so that you're not misled, so that you're not scammed, so that you're not falsely taught. you got to live life in the spirit to partner with the Holy Spirit so that you can flow with discernment. Living life in the Spirit is so that you can be fully aware and fully alert so that there's no surprises. The enemy should not be able to sneak up on you. There should be no surprises. You should be fully aware and fully alert. You should be able to back the enemy off every single time. You should be able to back him off from a mile away, all of us. But it takes discipline. It takes being consistent, it takes laboring in God's word, getting into God's word so God's word can get into us. It takes being fully assured, fully persuaded to know that God is in control. And because you are his child, you have access to the power of God that gives you power over all the power of the enemy to overcome everything that comes your way. It's life-changing adopted into God's family, family, you are no longer bound or conformed to the world system. When you are adopted into God's family, you are no longer bound or conformed to the world system. You are no longer the same as others in the world. Reading Hebrews chapter 11, it's about to get good. Reading Hebrews chapter 11 We hear and learn about those who were before us, how they lived, moved, and made decisions all by faith. Hebrews chapter 11 in its entirety. Hear and learn about those who were before us, how they lived, moved, and made decisions all by faith. Check it out. Faith. force get into right now faith does you to be attentive to what I'm getting ready to say 
because I'm getting ready to feed your faith. Based on everything, I need you to hear me clearly, family, because based on everything that I'm about to say right now, something should spark up in you that will cause you to increase your faith. You should make the decision after hearing what I'm getting ready to say tonight. You should make the decision to say, you know what? I'm going to live by faith from now on. Hallelujah. Remember when, when Mary, her cousin Elizabeth, the word of God says, the baby. When you hear the word of God, something should be ignited in you. Your faith activated. God, faith should be activated. The Holy Spirit within you, hallelujah, recognizing you hearing the word of God and the fire of the Holy Ghost, the power of God, your strength should be renewed and you should be ready to thrive. Forward movement. Listen to what I'm getting ready to say. In Hebrews chapter 11, we hear and learn about those who were before us, how they lived, moved, and made decisions all by faith, how they made sacrifices all by faith. Family, I want to submit to you tonight. I want to feed your faith with this. To have faith is to be elevated and promoted. To have faith is to live on a greater level. To have faith is to be someone who should never be taken lightly. Say that again. To have faith is to be someone who should never be taken lightly. To have faith is to become courageous. To have faith is to be bold. To have faith to have great confidence. To have faith is to be adventurous. To have faith is to be adventurous. To have faith is to know who you are. I want to say that again. To have faith in God and in his word is to know who you are. To have faith is to never be held back, never be hindered, never be defeated. To have faith is to stand out. To have faith is to be wise. To have faith is to partner with the Holy Spirit. To have faith is to see in the Spirit, hear in the Spirit, and pray in the Spirit. To have faith is to be fully aware and fully alert, flowing with discernment. To have faith is for God to attach his super to your natural, to now live your life supernaturally on the supernatural level. To have faith is for God to attach his super to your natural so that you now live life on the supernatural level. I'm getting ready to bless you tonight. Glory to God. Glory to God. Watch this. To have faith is to know that the favor of God is upon you. Oh, listen, I'm getting ready to show you something in God's word that's getting ready to blow your mind. Because some of you have been feeling some type of way as if there's more people for you than, let me, let me say this correctly. Some of you have been feeling some type of way as if there's more people against you than for you. Some of you feel like you got to go through leaps and bounds to get certain people's attention. I'm getting ready to bless you right now. Stick with me. Some of you feel like you got to break your neck to be accepted by certain people. Some of you feel like you got to go above and beyond just to be accepted in certain people's circle. I'm going to bless you tonight. I need you not to miss this, family. I need you not to miss this. Some of you feel like that you got to do whatever you got to do to get your foot into certain doors. Favor of God is upon you. Watch this, family. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 1. Watch this. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 1. Watch this, Pastor Toy. Watch this, everybody that's listening tonight. Listen. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 1. Hear this very clearly in the King James Version. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water 
he turneth it whithersoever he will. One more time. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 1 in the King James Version. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. What is God saying? The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, and God turns it in whatever direction he decides. What does this mean tonight? Faith will cause the favor of God to be in in your life. God being in control, God can shift people, places, and things all to work your favor. Go deeper. Faith, knowing that the favor of God is upon your life. Read Proverbs chapter 21, verse 1. What does this mean for us? The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. This means, family, that God can make a judge rule in your favor in the courthouse. This means that God can make a boss, a manager, give you the job instead of giving it to somebody else. Favor of God is upon your life when you operate in faith who you are. God can make things happen for you that you don't have to work for. There's a difference between faith and favor. There's a difference between faith and favor. When God shows favor, you ain't got to do nothing. When God shows favor, he makes it easy for you. When God shows favor, he does the work for you. When God shows favor, he makes easy for you what is hard for others. Trying to go above and beyond to get certain people attention. Why are you trying to go above and beyond to fit in? Trying to go above and beyond to be accepted. With God, you are dearly loved, completely accepted, totally forgiven. God, you are dearly loved, completely accepted, totally forgiven. But here's the thing: there are people that you should connect with people that you do need help from, people that you do uh, need to work with, people who have connections, who can get you to where you need to be, who got pulled, as we say, who can make phone calls on your behalf. But because of who God is, all you got to do is be faithful, be consistent in being who you are, flowing how you flow according to the will of God, to know that God will put your name in the right spirit so that they can reach out to you and do the say of the Lord on your behalf. I don't try to speak your name to people. Give them an instruction to be a blessing to you. God can tell people to put money in your hand. God can tell people to give you a job. God can tell people to buy you a house. God can tell people who are willing to be obedient to him to be there for you. And I want to use myself as an example because I'm an entrepreneur, and I've been there, and this is not shading anyone at all because I know how it is when, it's trying, when you're trying to get into the music industry, when you're trying to get into the music industry or, or film or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to the audition. I'm not saying that you shouldn't submit your music. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take advantage of certain opportunities. I'm not saying that you don't need people who are in higher positions to help you. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is God can show favor so that you don't have to try to break your neck or feel desperate or be stressed out or depressed or trying to do whatever you can to fit in when all you got to do is just be who you are and handle the rest. There are people who are stubborn. There are people who intentionally try to make other people feel isolated. There are people who intentionally try to make people feel like they're not good enough because they're not living on a certain level or don't have certain things or not a part of a certain group or organization. The favor of God is upon your life. 
And God loves situations like that because he gets to prove people wrong. God going to get the glory, and he's going to prove people wrong who doubted you, who said you wouldn't make it, who said you couldn't be a part of something, who said you would never succeed. People saying, to know that the favor of God is upon your life. Hallelujah. To have faith is to succeed in all we do. To have faith is to live the abundant, wealthy life God created us to live. When your faith is wavering, family, and you need some help, you can get into the word of God to strengthen and stabilize your faith in who he is and in his word. God's word reveals how faith can help you endure trials, to trust God in difficult times, and to draw near to God, and to find joy in times of trouble and sorrow. God's word reveals faith can help us to endure trials, to trust God in difficult times, to draw near to God, and to find joy in times of sorrow. God's word will give you the strength to to make that step of faith that allows miracles to happen. Strength, God, God, listen, God's word will give you the strength to make a step of faith position you for miracles to happen. See, some of you are believing in God for miracles, signs, and wonders. You're believing in God for something greater. But nothing is happening simply because you haven't made a move yet. Simply because you, you, you've allowed yourself to be stuck and stagnant. You haven't gone and looked at the house. You haven't filled out not one application. You have not started writing. You didn't start writing the book. You didn't start writing or recording the song. You didn't enroll in that school. You didn't, I mean, you did not take not one step of faith yet for miracles to happen, for divine connections, for God to connect his super to your natural. Faith in God is the pathway to finding solutions. Faith in God is the pathway to finding solutions. Faith will help you to get through trials that come your way, the trials of life. Having faith in God and in his word can make you a better person. Faith will get you to your destiny. Faith is knowing God can and God will do what he promised. To be effective with the power of faith, you have to make sure you are not solely focused on human reasoning so that you don't turn. Listen, you have to turn off doubt and block those worldly thoughts so that you're not flowing with human reasoning. You have to remain focused to believe and allow God to reveal himself to you and to show up strong on your behalf. Operate according to human reasoning. Thing can't be logical when you're operating in faith. Thing is not going to make sense when you're operating in faith. Hallelujah. Some people reject having faith because they think being intelligent to believe in God. Put their faith in worldly wisdom in which cuts them off from God's wisdom. In order to stay strong in faith, in order to have life-changing faith, we do this by turning off those things that are distracting. Things that obscure our view of God's work so that we are able to see him and how he's moving in our lives clearly. God's handiwork is in everything, everything around us. God's handiwork is in everything around us. The beauty and complexity of creation speaks to our, speaks of our loving God and builds our faith in him. By faith, we look around us and we can see God everywhere. What faith does. This is the power of faith, being victorious in all situations, 
always having all that we need, and being effective in fulfilling the purpose that God assigned to our lives to fulfill. Family, as you press forward, be afraid. Uh, never be afraid of an un- unknown future to a known God. Press forward. Never be afraid of an unknown future to a known God. Hallelujah. Only true living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm talking to all of you tonight. Facebook, Twitter, Hallelujah. Graham, God, all of those who are on Purpose Kingdom Network tonight, all of you who are tuned in tonight, don't be afraid of an unknown future to a known God, the only true living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, before we close this thing out, I want to take this time to extend an invitation to you, the greatest invitation you will ever be presented with, the greatest opportunity ever be presented with the greatest decision that you will ever make in your life. There's no other decision that you will make that will be greater than the decision to accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and personal Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so check it out, family. I want to encourage you tonight. I want to encourage you tonight because God's word says, In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 10, verse 3, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter what your past is, how old you are, where you come from, race. The mistakes you've made, the decisions you've made, the places you've been, the people you've been around, it don't matter. It don't matter. All you've got to do is call on the name of Jesus, believing in who he is, what he's done, and what he's able to do, that he is the son of God, the only true living God, the only wise God, our Savior, that, that he died for the remission of your sins so that you can be forgiven so that you can be reconciled back to God the Father, to have a right relationship with him, so that you can have life abundantly and life eternally, believing that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to his power that is at work within you. decision you will ever make in your life tonight. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, Forgive me, for I have sinned and falling short. I believe Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, died for my sins and rose with all power. Jesus, save me. Accept you, my Lord. Savior, in my heart, come into my life, stay in my life. Holy Spirit, come into my heart, come into my life, stay in my life, and have your way that I live to God's word, will, way. Jesus' name. Amen. Family, if you repeated that prayer after me tonight, guess what? We welcome you into the family of God. You've always been a part of God's family, but tonight you've officially taken ownership of being a part of God's family. And I encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the word of God, where you can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused, always pressing forward by faith, showing each other an abundance of love, letting the love of Christ flow through you. Never being disappointed because with God, you'll never be disappointed. He'll work everything out for your good all the time, every time. And if God don't meet your expectation, 
that means he's going to exceed your expectations. So I want you to get excited. We're excited about your future. And we want you to be encouraged to know that you can always trust in God. You can always believe and have faith in God to know that you can depend on him. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. You're going to make it. Going to make it. The Lord, and let him have his way in your life. Before we close out tonight, I'm going to ask Brother Rob to come with our announcement, and then we'll close out. All right. Thank you so much, Minister Bernard, for tonight's sermon. Greatly appreciate the word that's put forth in your ear from God and to and been, been expressed to you uh, from you to us. Thank you so much for that. Real quickly, this is the Product Purpose Kim Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you listen to us via phone or you listen to us via internet, we are greatly appreciate your listenership and support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. We also thank those that share with your friends and family members. Uh, <clears throat> so anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. When we do a live broadcast, we do have a calling number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to one of our hosts, you can just press the number one. We also do have past broadcasts on the same website, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. All you simply have to do is type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Uh, also, we do have uh, correspondence uh, where you can correspond with us via email at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. Where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a praise report. Also, we invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Facebook, uh, which is uh, Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We can uh, see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time we do make major announcements on our social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under the handle purpose underscore kingdom. All right, we do have a radio network, which is pkn.com. Please check it out for 24 hours of music of inspiration. Uh, tomorrow evening at the 8.30 p.m. hour, uh, be here for self-expressions. That's going to be hosted by Brother Robert Pop Pop Hudson. Uh, that's That's me. Uh, so, um, once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 8.30 p.m. hour for self-expressions hosted by Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. Okay, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements. We're going to turn the show right back over to our Minister Bernard. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. Thank you, Brother Rob, for those announcements. Family, I encourage you as well to connect with Purpose Kingdom Network. Uh, there's always a word from the Lord every single night of the week through God's chosen vessels, and we are extremely grateful for the opportunity um, to encourage and just really, you know, be a blessing to you all through the word of God. So let's close out tonight. Here's the thing, family. Um, so I don't have time to finish tonight, but I want you to tune back in on October 20th because I want to share with you the revelation that is in Hebrews chapter 11. I want to share with you the revelation that I got out of Hebrews chapter 11. And so next broadcast, what I'm going to do, we're going to get back into Hebrews chapter 11 in the Passion Translation, and I'm going to read the verses, and I'm going to pull the revelation out of each verse, okay? And I'm just going to simply show you how powerful faith is. Okay, but I want to close out with this, you know, never be afraid unknown future to a known God. God knows what your future looks like. He knows all about you. I'm talking about the only true living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so here's the thing, family, at times. At times, it may seem as if your future is unknown. It may seem as if your future is unknown, but by faith in God and in his word, he'll make your future known. God will make your future known to you. Hallelujah. Knowing what the future will bring may cause some to have deep anxiety and worry. God's children are worrying and anxious and depressed and frustrated and down and out simply because they don't know what, what, what's the next move or, or how the, how's, how's things going to look next month. I'm going to get out of where I am. 
I've been there. Still experience it today. At the end of the day, making the choice to remain strong in faith is what matters. This is why also, family, you got to not keep yourself so busy to wear yourself out. Now, let me say this. I heard somebody say, don't be so heavenly bound that you're no earthly good. I heard somebody say that. I don't know who said it. I'm just, I heard somebody say it. So at the end of the day, situations that we deal with, we deal with some real situations, some real situations. And so I'm not promoting overlooking the fact that we deal with real life issues. But faith in God makes the difference. You got to know who you are. You are uncertain. If you are anxious, if you are depressed, frustrated, worried, it's a, it's a strong possibility that you're not secured in knowing who you are. And this is what, people who get mad at God know God. But if you know God, you know how good he is, how loving he is. You'll know how caring he is. You'll know his intentions towards you. The future can seem to be frightening or uncertain unless you realize God holds it in his loving hands. Your future can seem frightening. It can seem uncertain. You can be unsure. You know tonight, family, that you can have confidence knowing that God holds your future tomorrow and the days to come in his hands. God is in full control. I want to share this with you tonight and then I'm done. As the word of God says in Jeremiah 11 in the NIV version, the new international version, God's word says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And family, I want to encourage you to place your trust and faith in God and in his unchanging ways and so that you will not have to worry, so that you no longer have to be afraid. Have faith. I want to leave this last thing with you. To have faith is to get saved and set free through Jesus Christ. To have faith is to have faith to be healed, faith to be delivered, faith to succeed, faith for restoration, to restore what you've lost. For God to mend your broken heart, to restore your joy, restore the love in the midst of your marriage. For God to restore relationships, restore families, restore you to being in your right mind. God created us to be his children, to live by faith, to do everything that needs to be done by faith, to spread his love, the love of Jesus Christ by faith to change the world by faith, to experience God's, God's forgiveness and goodness in the land of the living, of the living. According to Psalms chapter 27, God, verse 13 and 14, God wants us to experience, perceive, and see his goodness in the land of the living. I'm encouraging you to have life-changing faith. When you have faith, your life is never meant to stay the same. Life-changing faith will cause you to be courageous, adventurous, determined, faithful, confident. Life-changing faith will change your life. Listen, next month, October 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. I'm coming back on the By Faith We Good podcast and radio show, and we're going to read Hebrews chapter 11, verse by verse. And we're going to extract, we're going to pull the revelation. We're going to get deeper into that chapter so that we can get the revelation of what God 
God is saying to us through his word and we can apply it to our life. I pray that you're encouraged tonight. I love you for real, and I'm praying for you always. Y'all already know, by faith we good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Stay focused, be encouraged, and know that God is always with you, and he will always have you covered. Family, enjoy your weekend and enjoy every single day to know that with God, all will be well. To all of you tonight on Purpose Kingdom Network, I bless you abundantly. I love you, and I'll see you again soon. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. I will not lose. Never want to see me down. I will not lose.